0: What's up, everybody? My name is Shaman Sellers, and today is January 13th, 2019, and welcome back to another episode of It's Time to Show the World. On today's episode, I'll be bringing you part two of a discussion that I had with Mr. Habib Bennett about our 2019 goals, and we also talked about the surviving R. Kelly situation. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this quick commercial break, and we're going to jump right into the discussion. Peace. Welcome back to another episode. It's your boy Shamar, and I'm back again with Mr. Habib Bennett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, we're gonna kick it back off where we started off last week. We ended abruptly last week Talk about our 2019 goals. So, Habib, what's your goal for 2019? Your main goal?
1: Um, just to better my relationship with God, just honestly, like the main thing.
0: That's what's up. Pretty much the same here with my relationship with him. It's like on and off. Some days I read my Bible, go to church, sing in the choir, mime, do all that stuff. But there's been days where I feel disconnected from him. My goal for this year is to better my connection with him to the fullest extent of my ability and also, um, to really work on Progressing myself Being a better person Be a better son Um Being a better Basically being a better person in general Um Yeah That was shit. That was short <laughs> Just, kidding. Mm-hmm. Just kidding But um Also um but my, The one thing I really want to focus on this year Besides that is my craft when it comes to my music or it comes to the way i do my videos if you go to my youtube channel youtube.com forward slash smart sellers look up on youtube um you can see my progression when it comes to my videos you see how i started off with very basic editing now i'm going to more advanced my stuff and that took over a year's time of work of really progressing what i want to do um so, Mr. Habib, what's your another um, goal that you want to accomplish in 2019? Well, I mean,
1: that? yeah, I think I touched on it the last interview. But um, probably just get a car and a license. Mainly my license. Yeah. Um. Probably get better music-wise, too. That's what's up. That's definitely what's
0: up. All right. This is a short episode. <laughs> just kidding we got a lot to talk about uh, besides this topic um so we're going to take a very small quick commercial break we're going to jump right back to the discussion peace well not peace see you later <laughs> it's time to gang up on february 6 2019 at 7 p.m at kingdom empire global ministries don't miss it it's time to gang up peace All right, welcome back. Now today's episode is gonna be a little bit different. I know we talked about part two, discussing how about twenty nineteen goes, but I really want to talk about the big thing that's been talked about. That's been talked about this whole twenty nineteen. And you know, the twenty nineteen just started literally 19, 13 days ago. Excuse me. And that's all about the uh, the docu series about surviving not Kelly. And I, myself, well, myself and Mr. Habib did not even watch, did not watch the docu-series. But we do know the concept behind it. And we do know what took place in every episode. But, um, excuse me. I believe that it's, the show is entitled, It's Time to Show the World. So we're going to give the world our input, our input about what, we think about the situation from our point of view. Um, so, we all know that Survivor okay, is a get series about Mr. Robert Kelly, who is a musician known for his hit Step in the Name of Love, I Believe I Can Fly. Um, same girl featuring Usher um, and everything. But what we didn't know about him, well, some people know about. Isn't that happened back in 2000 and I want to say four or five where he urinated on a female who was underage in a pornographic video? And now it's coming out that he sexually assaulted multiple women allegedly assaulted multiple women um, during a course of between the years of nineteen ninety to early two thousand or beyond. That's what I know. Um Doctor got premiered last week, I'm gonna believe last somewhere at the time last week. Um it premiered and a lot of people was getting hate also from critic, people was criticizing Mr Kelly and people also praising Mr Kelly as well. Um, but we want to give our input about it. So, Mr. abuse is you the guest on the show. How about you? Start it off. Start
1: it off. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to start it off by just basically saying that R. Kelly's actions were, of course, wrong. But I still don't, like, shame him as a man. I still respect him because there's other people that do what he does or worse so if i'm gonna shame him then i would have to shame every other man that does the same thing so i mean maybe like just because he has that platform maybe that's why people are quick to do it but there are other people with just as as big as a platform as him that you know kind of do it or they might do something else but it might be just as bad whatever so you know i just yeah i don't know I still respect him as a man, but his actions were wrong.
0: I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, actions was very wrong. We probably said this allegedly, so we don't know mm-hmm. if it's confirmed. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, but what we do know about the situation is it's very hard on a lot of people, especially now coming out and saying this stuff happened in 2019. And this, even though the documentary was actually recorded months before the premiered, because um, I remember a time where the the LA premiere of the Doctor Series was shut down over a threat from, I guess, from Robert Kelly's management um, or whatever. Um, shut down a, a premiere for the Doctor Series um, in LA months back before it even premiered in a Lifetime. And I felt like watching not watching it but hearing about it now in 2019 it's like kind of bringing me back to early 2000s where people were ashamed were ashamed not ashamed people were scared to really speak out and say hey this happened to me without being ridiculed for it. yeah people got ridiculed for it, but people also praised for it for saying you finally stood up for this monster that everybody so-called loved and with me personally, it kind of hit home with me because for the record, I've never told anybody this except a few people that I trust so close to my heart, um, but I was I was sexually abused as a kid. And I was afraid to tell anybody because I was afraid of how they're going to react. They would just say, oh, Smar, you're a liar. Smar, you're making this stuff up. Like, first off, um, I would never make, I was young. I was like five or six at that time. And I still remember images of what happened during that night. And I never, will never forget it. But the point is that I kept my mouth shut for all these years because I felt like people were gonna judge me and saying, "Oh, you you made it up, or you do this, or you do it that, you're just doing entertainment, yada yada But I'm finally being open about it now because I feel like now the time to do it. Wow, I have this platform I'm using right now to say, "Hey, my name is Shalon Sellers, and I was sexually abused at the age of five by whoever," and I'm proud to say that. Because I'm finally get that, at least that, that inner subconscious that I had over the years, and with this whole situation now, people are coming out for that, now people are getting ridiculed for that now. That's in a whole another level, because it's like, how would you, why would you ridicule a female? Because just because a guy that you love so much, or this music so much, did it, in per se, in question, and it kind of, well, it, I want to say it kind of like sucked watching, not watching but listening to everybody ridicule these women for being so open and honest and really spoke out about it. And say, hey, this dude sexually molested me when I was underage. And I am finally to share my story and say, this is what happened, this is my side of the story. By the way, R. Kelly did not give his side of the story on anything yet. He just bypassed and bygone it. He just say, forget that, I'm going to live my life the way I want to live my life. But. People need to know his side of the story as well, so that way they can stop ridiculing these women, just just 'cause they want to think oh it's for publicity, yada yada. And I'm like even with now, you got artists who are in the same platform as R. Kelly, but they don't they don't get ridiculed as much for doing the exact same thing that R. Kelly did. And that's when the question comes to hand, is it a stereotypical thing? Is it, oh, just because he's black, he's obviously a rapist. He's obviously a child predator. Or if he's white, or he's a, he's just a mental kid, he don't know any better, or this and that. That's why I feel like a race coming to the huge thing. So, what's your aspect on the racial... Standpoint, kind of
1: from from your perspective, well, I remember the whole incident with R. Kelly and when he united on the girl. Mm -hmm. But I mean, for him, I would say it was just he kind of already gave people that idea way back. So it's like when this came out, they're like, okay, maybe it is true, okay, he did this and this and that type of thing. I mean, sometimes, depending on the situation and depending on who's looking at it, like the crowd, I guess race could play a part sometimes, but if you play yourself and you already kind of put yourself in a situation where people just kind of think you already do that, then that's just what it is.
0: You're absolutely right about that, and... But I remember it was just yesterday too with the whole UNA situation. Yeah, I was young when that happened. Um, when that whole situation happened. But you do make a valid point. If people... Let's say if your favorite artist, male or female, did the exact same thing to an underage male or female. In a video like that. Years ago. And then now it just all of a sudden come out. That X, Y, and Z... Was resorted or molested by you, or by a particular artist? Now in this time and era, it Oh, you obviously did it because you did that five, or six years ago. Like even with the, I know I'm trying to get, I'm not I know I'm trying not trying to treat the subject, but it's kind of on the same guideline with the whole Kevin Hart situation. How a tweet surface years and years and years ago, back in 2011, I want to say 11 or 10, when he was making fun of the black LGBTQ community, well, the LGBTQ community itself, and now he's trying to do the Oscars, but you have the black LGBTQ community against him. Saying, oh, you did a tweet five or six years ago, you should not do the Oscars, yada, yada. But, but, he apologized multiple, multiple times for the actions. Unlike R. Kelly, in a sense, that stuff happened years ago, and now the stuff's coming out. He only apologized once. Yeah, he did a 13 minute song called I, I Admit, but let's be honest. Who, who really listened to a whole 13 minute song About R. Kelly Come on now Um But My point is Don't really Judge a person off what they did in the past With that stuff being the past It's a new year A fresh start A new season A new chapter Let's kick it off the right way And don't don't let the stuff in the past come and haunt you in the behind unlike uh Kelly who just blatantly just throws it off buzz off the story like nothing happened where there's physical evidence and proof that he actually did that but he just don't want to admit it right now he's currently um I'm get my, my facts right i from what I read he's currently being charged in two different states one in Georgia and one, um, one I want to say in New York um, for the exact same allegations and he's even his uh, lawyers actually wanted by the police right now for some stuff that he, that's involved with that situation so I'm like this it's best off to go ahead and come clean now while you do have your platform and say, hey, yes, I did this and this and this and this. I'm sorry for what I did, but I will pay the price and do my time because that's the right thing to do instead of brushing it off. See, nothing happened. Just go and live your life your life in quotation marks. And I felt like nowadays, we need to be open and honest about every little thing that we do. You never know, 10 years from now, something that we might do now might come and hunt us, hunt us in the behind, get down the road. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna be like, Oh but how it was like so years that was years ago years ago. I'm sorry I did not mean to do that one years ago. It's better off to do that now. I apologize for it now instead of waiting years and years to do it. Yeah, so like with me, I'm like this personally, like, like my personal life, I'm like this. If you say you did something, and you admitted it and you say you're sorry for it, yeah, it's still gonna hurt nine times out of 10, but I wish to have the respect for you to admit it and say, hey, this happened to me, this, this what happened, I'm sorry for what happened to you, I'm sorry it happened the way it did, but I forgive you. A lot of people nowadays want to push to forgive out the door. Kind of. But basically with that situation, with the RK situation, a lot of people I read on Twitter was like, I will never forgive RK for what he did for these women. Yada, yada, yada. Which I can truly truly agree with that. But is that the right thing to do? Not to forgive? It's It's better to forgive and then to not forgive. Because we all want to go to heaven one day, right? We all want to go to heaven one day. Yeah. It's best to follow that right step. Follow his kind yeah. and say, hey, I'm sorry for what I did. If you forgive me, I appreciate that. If you don't forgive me, I still appreciate that. But it's best to forgive. Because I want to push that out the door and say, never come back instead of waiting years later, then it comes right back. Yeah. You got anything to say?
1: Mm. I mean, I just, like... I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, if you do something, it don't matter how old you are. Because we all know about the whole Bill Cosby situation. Exactly. That dude is, like, old. And mm-hmm. it came back and haunted him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I guess just like watch what you do now, cause it can it can definitely
0: come back around in the future. Exactly. Yeah. Most definitely. And uh, I even remember a time where I was getting bullied in high school. Not high school. I was getting bullied in elementary school. Yeah, I know about bullying. Yeah. Um, and I had this female bully named Kayla Johnson, and she used to taunt me every single day like no job. I had to switch schools and come to find out she switched schools with me I didn't know about it and she was in my class and yeah there's been times where where I felt like I'm never gonna forgive her but at the end I did the right thing and, forg- and forgave her because I felt that was the right thing to do. I felt like it was right on my judgment to do that because I did not want to have that bear that barrier on me for that long and say I should have have forgave her when I had the chance I'm so glad that I forgave her now even though yes years after the fact but for me to man up and say hey I know what you did to me it was horrible but I forgave you because we both was young at the time we didn't know what we were doing and I forgive you. That's the best thing, that's the best policy. And like, nowadays, we're still good friends. We talk on Facebook every now and then. I check on her, see how her mom doing. If you would've asked a younger me, would you forgive her? A younger me? Now, looking back, I'd be like, no. Because I felt like she taunted my life for all these years Mm -hmm. with the abuse, with the harassments. With the um threats, with the ham, the head slamming to a brick wall, um, the whole situation like that, and older me was like, no, forget her, she don't, she don't deserve no apology. But now the older me is like, I'm glad that I did it, but older me is now saying, I apologize, I'm, and I forgive you, for whatever you did, for whatever I did to you to make it. Turned out the way you did to me. I apologize for it. No matter what I did when I was young. I also forgive you for what you did to me. Because yeah. It was trauma. But at the end of the day. We all human. We all make mistakes. So. That's all I got. (laughs) So we're going to jump right back. Well. Not really jump right back. I just really want to say that. This whole surviving RKL situation—it's hectic. It's very crazy. Um, I'll be sure to keep up to date on certain things that evolves that. So we might be having another conversation about this. Let me know. We don't know what could happen on this show. Um, so sit back and relax. We're gonna take another quick commercial break. We're gonna, jump. We're gonna have our final thoughts and that'll be it. So, see you in about
1: 30 seconds. It's Bennett, or you can call me Mr. Emmanuel Ward. Um, A couple days ago, I dropped my album, um, Body Examination, and if you would like to go listen to it, it's on SoundCloud. Just go there, type in Mr. Emmanuel Ward, go to my profile, and it should pop up. Please give it a listen
0: go check it out write it down do what he says just go to soundcrowd.com and type in Bonnie Examination. go check it out you're gonna love it and you won't miss out peace alright we are back once again but this is our final thoughts we hate to say goodbye to you guys today but we wanna um, share what we learned today so Mr. Habib. Just to guess. Go ahead. What
1: you learned about? Um, I mean, I kind of learned, I guess, the R. Kelly thing, you know. Just, I was just thinking about it a lot more. You know, I never watched it yet. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of an eye-opener, you know, when we talked about it. And, of course, hopefully, by this point, you guys learned that my album, you know, at this point, is out. Mm-hmm. So, um...
0: Which you should pick it up on SoundCloud yeah. right now. Um, just search "Body Examination." Go check it out. Yeah. It might be on iTunes soon. You never know. Yeah. You never know. But what I learned about this episode was I learned that I need that we have to forgive as much as we can while we still can. Because you never know this person that might not be here the next day, and you have that that regret in your stomach and say, "Dang." I wish I could just forgave that person. Well, this is an end to another episode of It's Time to Show the World. I want to say thank you to Mr. Habeet Bennett. Uh, if you want to give your social networks out, you can if you want to.
1: Um, Follow me on Instagram at RealJahadWard. All right.
0: And follow me on IG. We already know who I am. Just in Shemar Sellers because you can find me on YouTube. Dot com forward slash Marcellus and all the other stuff. So this is it. This is a, another successful episode. Thank you again to Mr. Habib for joining me today, and we'll see you again next week. Oh, also before I forget, shout out to Jessica McDuffy. Um, thank you for telling me about my. She's the first that to my first episode. Uh, she gave me a lot of pointers, so thank you so much. And we'll see you again next week. Peace and love, deuces. Thank you so much for listening to "It's Time to Show the World." Let me know on IG at Shamar Sellers what you think about today's episode. Did you find something that you could connect to? If so, shoot me a DM on Twitter or on IG. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Peace and love.